0: To the Making Laps Podcast. Nobody listens to this thing anyway. I put out a call on uh, Facebook that said, hey, racers and race fans, give me an idea of what you're thankful for because it's Thanksgiving season. I mean it's post Thanksgiving, but nobody answered. I think my wife answered with yo mama and my mom's like, "Oh, you're sweet." <laughs> like, yay. But I looked at the reach of it and it was like the highest reach for a post that we've had since like one of our more famous episodes. And I'm like, "Okay, I guess we suck. Don't answer me, you know. Thanks. Thanks for the input people. We can't make the show better without you." And you don't participate. You're not holding up your end of the bargain. You just take what's free and listen to it, damn it. Whatever. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> Great. It's okay. Good news, everyone. We're not live on the
0: air. Oh, perfect. Welcome to the post-Thanksgiving edition of the Making Laps podcast. I am your host, Brent Gleason, alongside... Oh, wow, we're going to that already. <laughs>
1: I, 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 uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a little rusty. Not doing this every week.
2: Premature.
1: Yes, we're we're very mature. So that's you, what she said, Michael Scott. It came a little early. Yeah. So obviously
0: show. on the line is Phil Jakes, our Florida connection. Used to be Massachusetts connection, but he bailed on us for a much nicer place. Um,
2: it's definitely a lot warmer here.
0: Oh, and I, dry. Yeah, we got and free. Um, yeah. We got absolutely downpoured on, like it was a hur- it was it felt like a hurricane here today. There it, were like 60, 70 mile an hour winds and trees falling over all over the place, and the rain was like so heavy it was puddling in my yeah, yard. Yeah,
1: you should have heard me scream. You probably could hear me screaming now because when I go on it, when I get hit with those big wind gusts on my box fan, it blows my it, it blows me all the way across the road. Thanks to the steering of from nineteen seventy six, that's original and. Lots and lots of play and lots of surprise.
0: So if anybody knows... Screaming. If anybody knows Jesse and I, they know about our dad's old big blue box truck. This thing is famous around the Connecticut racetracks. Because we bought it, when the hell did we get that thing? Early, early 2000s, right? Early
1: were, 2000s at the Bartlos. Uh,
0: were we still uh, racing at Waterford when we got this thing? Mm, yeah, it was like 2000, 2001 when we got it. We were barely at, we were basically at the end of our tenure at Waterford. Mm-hmm. So this thing is a giant 1976 Grumman Olsen box truck, Chevy 350, Turbo 400, big corporate 14 Bolt or Dana rear in it. I don't know what the hell's in it. Dual Dually box truck, right? This and thing shelves. used to be a chimney sweeps truck, and it's like baby blue. Like everybody knows this truck, and we've still got it. Jesse's been using it for delivery, uh, personal vehicle delivery with UPS. That's right, same truck
1: every day. No COVID, giving it to mama. So nope, thank you. With so shelves,
0: yeah, and it's sweet because you can control your own destiny. So if anybody sees it rolling around, where have you been delivering lately?
1: Mystic, Stonington, uh, Oakdale. Danielson, Putnam, uh, Killingly, Damn. East Haddam, Colchester, Lebanon. some mileage. <laughs> Groton. Well, maybe not all of those. I'm just naming you towns that I could be delivering in. That's a, that's a could be. But, so keep your eyes open But for I have the... been delivering mostly in Mystic and Stonington and uh, <laughs> also around the Amstead Lake area.
0: So if you see the giant blue box truck anywhere in those areas. It has a UPS sticker. Yeah, Honk. and it's got the big white bumpers on it and the ugly white wheels still. It's fantastic.
1: Honk, wave, and show me your boobs. Yes. Boobs are always good.
0: Whip them out. <laughs> Dump them out, even if they're man. And we're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, again, welcome to our Thanksgiving, post-Thanksgiving episode. Our Thanksgiving uh, hangover. I was, I was kind of debating on when we were going to do another show because I'm like, well i'm getting kind of bored i think we there we have enough uh, t- uh topics or content to put together a show and why don't we do holidays you know let's stick to holidays so maybe we'll put a christmas episode out i don't know maybe a new year's or we'll wait until uh the the rose uh and laro photo drawing because that's uh i think that's what we did last year so yeah um I yeah, I just drew a blank there. I and
1: don't know why. There's more racing still going on every oh, now and yes. then
0: too. Still
1: big important uh, nationwide local races here and there. So I'm yeah, sure there's going to be
0: some by fell pretty soon. Yeah, this weekend is going to be the Snowball Derby. I'm pretty sure, right? Uh yes. Yeah, is that the sixth? Uh, that the the feature is
2: on the main feature? Um, let me look at the calendar. Yes, the sixth on Sunday. So where's the they,
0: Where's the Snowball Derby at? That's at Five Flag Speedway Pensacola. Oh, okay. Florida. Yep.
2: Five flags.
0: Okay. Um is the snowflake the day before the prolate model race?
2: Yeah, that's on Saturday night.
0: How much is the pay does the pay per view do Saturday and Sunday?
2: I think by the time people listen to this it won't matter, but I think Speed fifty one was doing a two for one special. Oh damn. Like a Black Friday special. Okay. So I'm gonna have. to Let's See if they still have it up.
0: Oh. So yeah, I. Whisper, 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 whisper. Yeah, I'm asking him to. I'm asking him to put the levels up because you're like. I'm sorry, a Super kitty loud, over. and the cat's over here, so the he's. Kind of on the soundboard right the now.
2: <laughs> so the the four day ticket right now is sixty four dollars. It's usually eighty.
0: How much is it for just Saturday Sunday? Can you do that?
2: It doesn't say. Ah. It sure would be nice.
0: How many events do they have? They're going to have sportsman features and stuff too, right?
2: Yeah, they call them outlaw stocks up there. they got big built motors and 604s, so they're substantially quicker.
0: How far away is Pensacola to you?
2: Five hours door to door.
0: It's five hours north?
2: Well, five hours kind of north around the Big Bend into the west.
0: Oh, so it's towards the panhandle but not quite there can you take a
1: puddle jumper to that god that sounds like going to another state that's like going to
0: almost central Pennsylvania from here
2: I think it's a 12 hour drive from Pensacola to Key West mm. so you, you could literally cross this entire state and it would you would cover more ground if you were outside of the state
0: Jesus nobody really re- understands how big Florida actually is it's kind of funny because we're so used to living up in New England where we could cover four or five states in one day and like no issue yeah. or just jump over. I, I live 10 minutes from Rhode Island. I could just go to Rhode Island or Massachusetts any damn time I want and be home in time for lunch. It's kind of funny. I can cross state lines like that. But in Florida or bigger states like that, you don't even realize how big they are until you try to drive across them. Like I tried to drive across uh, Pennsylvania. That's like a 10-hour drive. It's like, holy crap, this state's big.
2: Yeah, it takes about an hour and a half just to, for me to get over to New Smyrna from where I'm living, and that's basically crossing the whole state. So,
0: I forgot to put my phone on silent. I now owe everyone a beer. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Anyway, so for the Thanksgiving program, do you guys want to do the Silly Season stuff first or just save that for last because nobody cares?
2: We can do it first. Maybe people will care then.
0: Maybe you should
1: get a okay. hook so that people can have attention. Right. Pay attention. They should already be changing the channel right now, as a matter of fact. Well, they don't listen anyway. They, so
2: <laughs> They turned it off as soon as they heard my voice.
0: No, Phil, stop. Keep going. Phil always gets me listens, I think, because I think when he came back on, we bumped up a hair. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, what's this crazy fuck going to say this time?
0: Please. Well, I was expecting a ratings bump from Ray Ray, but we didn't really get one. Thanks a lot, Ray. You wreck me in iRacing, and then you don't give me a bump on my podcast. You nothing. <laughs> you saved the bumps for the track. Yeah, I know. Poor Ray. Sorry, Ray. Uh so alright. So last episode was a few weeks ago and we were playing our outro song and Jesse checks his phone and is like, Oh, by the way, Ryan Priest re signed JTG Doherty for twenty twenty one. And we're like, oh, yeah, he totally glossed over it. It's at the very end of the episode. Nobody's probably listening by then. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll give him his due justice, and we'll tell everybody that, yes, in fact, Ryan's going to be back in the Cup Series. He's going to be back with the same team. I don't know what it means for after that season, but, hey, being in the Cup Series on a team that he's familiar with, I can only guess that they're going to continue the momentum that they had at the end of this season because they actually put on a, few really decent runs towards the end of the year and i'm hoping that it translates into a little bit more success for them next year
2: yeah he picked up some momentum towards the end of the year it was nice to see that team get some some runs that they deserved they've been running fairly well all season just for one reason or another something would happen mostly on pit road yeah, his pit crew sucks. They need to be fired. I
0: yeah, I I hate to put it. it is a team sport like everybody says, but and I really hate to blame those guys, but seriously, you got to assign blame where it's due. I mean, yeah. When cool.
2: you when you lose consistently four to five spots every freaking pit stop, that, that's not Ryan's fault.
1: Go back to pitting pro stocks or something. Go back to the truck series. Yeah, relearn it.
2: go back to college football that's it take a four away that's where most of them come from i mean it's a good transition i think their pit crew is a hendrick development pit crew so i get it that they're they're like learning the ropes and whatnot they're you know they're Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what the cup series is all about but if you're in the cup series you've pitted cars before you know what you're doing
0: you better practice more. I mean, that's yeah. fair. You need to practice.
1: Yeah, okay. you should have put the four-way lug away a long time ago. I know.
0: When we first <laughs> started racing, we used to pit with a four-way lug wrench with a one-inch socket welded yeah. onto one end. Our dad, I know people here that still do that. Our dad cut one off and then shaved it, like, square so it looked like a half-inch drive, and he put a socket on it and welded it on. That was our lug wrench until we started breaking... All the lugs off. (laughs) that we switched to a uh, torque wrench because we kept breaking them. (laughs) I don't know how many times we sent Jesse out on track. I don't know how many times we sent Jesse out on track with four lug nuts at Waterford. Oh lord!
1: Well, at Waterford it wouldn't matter anyway. My history is not too very not too great down there. Oh,
0: that poor car. We bought a we bought a turd, and it never got better. So.
1: Hmm. Anywho,
0: but you got to learn on it, so whatever.
1: Yeah, I learned how to crash. You learned a lot. <laughs> That's a skill that you need to learn. I mean, speaking of crashes, holy shit! Did you see that Formula One that?
0: Yeah, you want to talk about? Shit! You want to talk about something to be thankful for? Let's be thankful for the safety innovations in racing over the past few generations. I was mm-hmm. watching. I was watching a documentary today called, and I'm sure you all have seen it. It's called The Killer Years. Formula 1? Yeah, I've seen that. That's a fantastic watch. Yeah. yeah, it's a fantastic watch. I just don't like the ending of it because they're like, oh, in 1976 no one died. And I'm like, yeah, but like t- two years later uh, Ronnie Peterson died and then like but, that was G- the Gilles Ville- the film. but like Gilles Villeneuve <laughs> died in 1980 or 83 and it's like these yeah, guys, they kept dying <laughs> until the mid-90s. <laughs> it's like, sure, it just man. kept happening. You just thought that, oh, everything stopped in 1974. Four or six or whatever well
1: that's that was because the film it didn't wasn't made in modern day it was you know,
0: I figured it was made fairly recently I know it was not that old you know it's probably know. in the early to mid2000s minimum
1: yeah I mean the without the Halo bar the Halo bar was introduced in 2018 without the Halo bar he would have gone the way of Francois survey and,
0: and uh Peter Revson.
1: yep yeah, Peter Revson. yeah know, he would have been a Turned into a sock puppet.
0: Oh, it was. Is that a head? If nobody knows what we're talking about, go to YouTube right now and Google the what was it called? The Bahrain Grand Prix. Uh, Grand Prix yeah, Bahrain. Was, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And look up Roman. uh Not Roman. Uh, <laughs> Grosjean. Grosjean. Was it oh, Roman Grosjean. Roman Grosjean. it is Roman. Roman Grosjean. Roman yeah, yeah, I I can't pronounce his name. I'm sorry, folks. He has a J in the middle of it. I mean, it's weird. Um, He's French.
2: That's why I got it. Romain
0: yeah. Grosjean. It's, it's a tongue twister for someone like me who's an invalid from New, uh, New England. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. But the guy, I mean, it's the first lap of this of this race. And we were watching live because it was Sunday morning. It was 9.05 in the morning. I got my bowl of Cap'n Crunch. I don't usually and watch s- Formula
1: One races at all. But something told me that, you know what, I may want to watch this just in case there's going to be a shit show on on the first lap or something because that's that's all that Formula 1 is good for me is, anyways, the first couple laps until they get strung out, then I'm done. So I wanted to watch it just for that one little bit, and I guess I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, the one race you watch all year long is that race. Is what you called uh, like watching an SK modified race on a full moon.
0: It was. That's what Brent said. It was because let's be fair, the first the f- they made it to like turn five, and there's like thirteen turns or something like that. They don't, they didn't even make it halfway around the first lap. Grosjean goes to the right to try to miss a little bit of a slowdown in front of him and try to get a little bit of positioning. And I forget who it was to his right rear. Uh, I should know, but I you know was so focused on the wreck, uh, but. He is just far enough up on him that he catches his right rear wheel, and it spears Grosjean off of the course, towards the Armco, and this Armco is like jutted out because it's basically an access road behind it, and it's a Marshall station and all that. But it's he's made out
1: of the same material that your rear bumper is made of on your pickup truck.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a guardrail. It's Armco. And it's single-layer Armco stacked on top of each other. So the, if you pen, if you hit hard enough, there's going to be a gap there. And trust me, there were gaps. He penetrated that Armco barrier at, what, 137 miles an hour, something like that? Yeah. Was How many up, G that load? was the
2: number I saw.
0: That was his supposed impact speed. They said it was a G, ra- a G load of 53 Gs, which is pretty high. It's not the highest I've ever seen, but that's high. Mm-hmm. That car you watched it live and it was a face on shot and you see him spear off to the left side of the screen.
1: Yeah, in the car and
0: the car hits and just immediately explodes in flame. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm is cursing, this the nineteen
1: seventies again? Oh yeah, and I'm watching and I'm cursing out the coverage Sky Sports who does even though it's broadcast on ESPN two, Sky Sports is the is the uh the who partner. is the broadcast of, yeah. uh, of all the Formula One races. And I'm cursing him out because I want to see the driver get out of the car. I don't know. I want to make sure I want to see him get out. So uh, what I forget as a film guy is that I guess it's uh, it's under a little bit of a tape delay. So they're holding on to the footage and making sure that it's okay to release it because what they show later is pretty nasty.
0: It is absolutely graphic. If you watch the whole (laughs) video, it is absolutely frightening. Yeah. I mean, seeing
2: him climb out of the flames was insane
0: i mean the, they i think somebody put a stopwatch on it and from the impact point to when he gets out of the car is 27 seconds he was in the yeah. fire for 27 seconds yeah i mean if you yeah. watch he's not fully in the fire the whole time but let's be fair if you're that close to fire you're getting burned
1: He ain't wiping his ass for
0: any time soon. He's got burns on his hands. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they're first and second degree burns. It doesn't look that bad. It's gonna be painful for a few weeks, but he'll be all right. I wish this was like a video bro I wish this was like a video podcast
1: in a way because I wanna break the video down because there's one Marshall standing way off to the side you oh, your watching it. This fucking guy. And and he's just like it looks like he's, he's the fattest guy. fucking guy there. And he's just blowing on this thing and it, it looks like he's just like opening up a his, can of
0: cheese whiz. He's watering <laughs> his azaleas from far
1: off. He's not um, even getting close like, to it. Yeah, he's he's not even within, like, 20 feet of the thing, and he's just going... <laughs> this pathetic little stream of, of fire extinguisher that's coming out, and he's nowhere, and he's not even in
0: it. And not, he's wearing like, a fucking fire suit, and he's got a fire extinguisher... And he's spraying the thing, and it's not even close.
1: I mean, it looked like that. It looked like calling back to that that film in the nineteen seventies, where the marshals weren't trained or didn't have any fire suits, so he just like sprayed the spray it willy nilly in panic and everything with the fire extinguisher. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. It was the funniest thing out of the whole thing because I like cringe humor.
0: In the in when we look back at it on hindsight, it is kind of humorous. The incident itself is obviously not humorous, but that part of it, you got to take what you can yeah, out of it. This guy pretty, shouldn't be I mean,
1: marshalling at a go-kart track. God damn.
0: I mean, I wouldn't trust he
2: be, that. He belongs hanging out with the guy that uh, was trying to put out the fire on Alex Bowman's car in New Hampshire. <laughs> He's <laughs> right up there. That's yeah, The
0: guy who just falls <laughs> over himself. Uh, uh, yeah, can't walk. sprays
2: himself in the face.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right up in the Incoming. exact same category as that guy. But uh, let's give credit where credit's due here. The medical car.
1: Yeah, the medical car was badass.
0: Dude, those guys, there's a medical car driver yep. who's like a professional driver, and there's the doctor. And I, God damn it, I wish I'd remembered their names too. But again, this thing happened so quick, I didn't remember nothing. I'm just shocked at what I saw.
1: Their names are not important. They are they're, they're, they don't
0: wish to be heroes. Yeah, yeah they're I not thought they were for the face card. I nope. thought that was a pace car. That no, that stopped. was that was the medical car. The medical car f- basically follows the pack for the first lap because that's when all the wrecks happen. And they showed up, and they had a guy get out with a fire extinguisher who was fucking useless as well. He didn't even know how to get the yeah. pin out of it. The medic, the doctor, he's got a full fire suit on and an open face helmet, and, and no he's gloves. he had gloves on.
1: No he, no, he had gloves
0: on. Yeah, um, and he's standing at the Armco holding his hand up to try to block the heat from his face, and he's moving in to try to get him out of the car when they finally get the extinguisher out, and the guy actually points the extinguisher in the proper area and hoses down the driver's compartment, and at that point, Grosjean was getting out. Because they rolled up on scene, and you could actually, by watching their body language, let me paint the picture for you. These guys are just kind of like walking around in stunned disbelief at what they're seeing. Like, if you if you see four guys, you got the guy way off to the left who's watering his plants, and then you got the one driver of the medical car. He's got no fire extinguisher. He can't do much, so he runs off and finds one, basically. There's a marshal in the car, I think, with a fire extinguisher. He's just as useless. The doctor is, like, frantically trying to get over there. But as soon as they see movement in the cockpit all hell breaks loose and they're at the car mm-hmm. they think he's dead <laughs> and i'm like dude i can understand i mean i can understand you watch their body language they think he's dead watch the video again i guarantee you you'll think this like the aerial one the one from the top yeah the probably whole-
1: i mean that thing was ripped in twain and and it's jammed underneath jammed underneath that guardrail so it's, hard it's
0: wedged into the guardrail and it's burning. So hard. And it's burning. And there's no movement. They see no movement, a car burning, and it's ripped in half. I mean,
1: let's be fair. God, those lazy fucking union guys, I was telling you, they must they must want to get out of work no matter
0: what. So, Oh, he's dead. See you later. Bury him. This is going to show a lot of people how much training the marshals are going to need from now on. They, now, do they have a dedicated... I thought they had a dedicated safety team. No, it's track to track.
1: I mean, are they still hiring local camel fuckers? Yes, maybe I shouldn't say that out loud.
0: We are canceled
1: again. It's just, you know, you just can't take some freaking camel jockey off the street and then put a fire suit on him and then yeah. think, you know, that that's going to be. An yeah, they they fire really they really need brigade. to pluck these guys out of actual fire departments. I thought they, yeah, I thought they had a dedicated safety team. Phil, come on, Phil, Phil, do, these these are Am I are right so or wrong? I don't know. Go ahead, Phil.
2: I have no idea what the F one. I know NASCAR does. Yeah, with uh, the AMR crew.
0: IndyCar does as, as
1: well as the Homacho Safari guys, too. with the NHRA, probably the best
0: in the world. Oh, they are the best. Yeah. 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 NHRA is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, the Homacho Safety Crew with IndyCar, I don't know if they're named the same anymore, but they're very good as well. They're all incredibly highly trained.
1: Yeah, let's put it this way. I would put the Kohansi Fire Department way, way, way above these guys.
0: Okay, so it's going to yeah. be Safety Safari yeah, A and AMR are like tied for second. Yep, Kohanzi is easily third. Yeah, and then Formula One track marshals at Bahrain distant, is a distant like fourteen. Distant, distant, so, distant. Yeah,
1: because you got three good guys and then one junk. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: they're garbage. So right. anyway, after all the faff is over with, Grosjean gets finally gets himself free. He has to get that big, you know headrest collar thing out of the way and when you're wedged up in a guardrail it's not exactly easy to do so he's frantically pushing that thing away because obviously his feet are burning his hands are burning he hates it and his his tear-offs have all melted to his face so he can't see shit and he finally is able to stand up and the medical guy is there you know and he's like holy shit you're alive so he manages to steady him and get him the hell out of the car and it's just a, a seriously, just amazing series of events. It's just unbelievable to watch.
2: I've never seen anything like that in my life. Oh, that was the worst
1: crash not to be a fatality I've seen in a long time.
0: Yeah, that is probably the worst crash I've ever seen where someone didn't die. I, Except yeah. for, let's go through the list Michael here.
1: Michael Waltrip at Bristol. Yes, Michael Waltrip at Bristol.
0: Mike Harmon at Bristol. Um, <laughs> Michael, Michael McDowell at Texas. yeah. Ryan Um, Newman. Austin Dillon at Daytona, and Ryan Newman at Daytona. Jeff Bodine. Jeff Bodine at Daytona. (laughs) Richard Petty at Daytona. Oh, God.
2: I saw Jeff Bodine's
1: live. Yeah, Jeff Bodine's live was – oh, you saw it in person, didn't you? Yeah, he was there. Yeah,
2: I was right there, and he hit probably 300, 400 yards down the fence from where I was sitting.
0: Like further down or closer to –
2: or b- before For, you I'm Further sorry. down from me. Oh, it okay. was it was after me. He hit. I was sitting almost at the start finish line. Mm.
0: Okay, yeah, he probably hit right after that. So. Yeah, um Yeah. Yeah,
1: that was the, I had to turn away when I watched that. I remember that race vividly. Uh Jesse Gleason in turn one at the World Series twenty twelve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one ranks up there pretty good. That was a pretty bad one. My asshole fell out. Um yeah you know what you know what these these um ed gurch
0: getting the fuel cell ripped out of his car yeah 99 Ooh, that was a bad
1: one uh glenn boss oh yeah he got hit in the door airlifted out he was right behind me that was scary you
0: barely missed that wreck he Uh, got hit uh, and then he got hit in the door by someone. another three feet feet, that
1: would have been me yeah he Um, got
0: airlifted out
1: uh, yeah, that was terrible. Um, yeah. You know, what, one thing that they could do with fire protection. I know the safety safari does it or did it. Um, you see, when these guys are sitting in there cooking, you could see the steam coming off the guy's ass practically. Yeah. You know, because he is cooking. Mm-hmm. All right. And even when he gets out, he's still burning. Luckily,
0: okay. NHRA has like twenty-layer fire suits and stuff. Yeah,
1: but, they but need I mean, these so. Formula One guys, these oval track guys, with not that much layer fire suits. No,
0: you're talking about three, four, five you know, layers. What the
1: what what the fire could do, what what a fire brigade could do, is they could have like a guy behind them with with water,
0: a bucket of water, just cold throw it water, on them.
1: just to spray the driver because it, while the suit protects you from heat. It also holds heat in as well at some points too. Yeah, a little bit. And you bit. can you can gain either you can gain more flash time. You can get you can still be burning even if you're out of it. I got an idea. You should spray the driver.
0: How about not a water What's extinguisher? That? How about a CO two extinguisher? That's cold shit. Yeah, but he needs to breathe. Well, don't spray his face. You know, you know the water you could spray in anywhere. I know, but a lot of fuel fires are not going to be affected by it. But that's basically just... But when the driver's out, spray the driver down with some cold water. They have a hard enough time reaching the fire. (laughs) Look at half of the guys fucking spraying fire fire extinguishers this time. Come on. Like I said, fat dude watering his plants. He didn't even touch it.
1: Right. I mean...
0: (laughs) So we can't go, can't go too crazy with the extinguishers here. Uh, guys, I
1: don't know if you're with me or not, but I think oh, the I, water yeah, is I a mean, good
0: idea. It couldn't be Just get, a,
2: get one of those fire trucks from the, uh, from the airport and have them send that out on the track. Yeah. F- Just spray everything in foam.
0: Yeah, and cool the driver down. They should take the medical car yeah. and put a turret on the top and have giant tanks in it. And just like if there's a fire, you got one guy manning the turret see, like a fifty cal machine gunner. It's Top like, Gear,
1: p- Top Gear screwed this up. They should have made a challenge for that. Mm. They, you know, they made ambulances, police cars, all kinds of concoctions, and they failed to make a fire truck for Formula One races. Like yeah. I said,
0: like I said, this thing is going to need be, to make our own show. It's going to be. We know this is going to be looked at now because I think that there was, there were at least four different people standing where he hit. And, I mean, obviously they had to run for cover because it came through the barrier. And there were wheels flying because obviously you can't make a tether that's infinitely strong. I mean, there was there, the only thing left of that car was the section that broke off that was laying up further up the track with the engine in it mm-hmm. and the tub. The tub Souvenir. was, like, the only thing there. So, I mean, where were all these people... When the fire start, why why didn't, like, all four or five of those people standing in that Marshall's Gate have fire extinguishers? Why weren't they all at the car at the moment of impact? Like, grow a fucking set of balls and be brave and do what you're supposed to do. Well, it happened so fast
1: at that point, you know, sometimes, and they're not even expecting it. Well, dude. the problem is... When was the last fire in Formula One? You,
0: know? they, you still got to be prepared. I mean, sure. you still got to be ready. I mean...
1: <laughs> kind of devil's advocate, but, you know. Yeah, know.
0: but, I mean... You're looking at a situation where those guys did show up, but it was after he got out of the car. 30 seconds is an inexcusable amount of time when you're 50 feet away from a car.
1: Yeah, let's put it this way. Nicky Lauda was cooking in there for a minute and a half, and he was almost died. Yeah. Daryl Mender, uh, uh, who is it, Daryl Menders or whatever down in Carolina, that street stock guy that almost burned to death in front of Moose. Yeah, that yeah, was... he was in there over a minute.
0: Yeah, that was a horrible you know, video.
1: When seconds count, you can't be minutes away.
0: Yeah, which is why I have firearms. <laughs> don't trust the po- don't trust the police to be there on time. Do That's it yourself. right. And
1: I'm burying them in the backyard before those commie bastards come for them.
0: So yeah, I mean, and, and the the uh, action wasn't even over after that. I mean, who was it here? Uh, Lance Stroll clipped wheels with somebody and turned turtle. On the racetrack. He fell over. He (laughs) flips over. I'm like, when was the last time you saw a Formula One car flip over? Probably last year. I don't know. But you don't see it very often. And in this race, somebody flips over, and you're like, oh, we got a car upside down. But after that wreck, that was really overshadowed. It's like, oh, he turned over. Because usually when a car gets upside down, it's like a bad deal, because how are you going to get out of it? But in this one... You see a car disintegrate in front of your eyes, and everybody's shocked, and it's like a two-hour delay to fix the track. And then this guy flips over, and it's like, eh, whatever. He was fine. He got on the radio. He was like, guys, I'm upside down. I'm all right. Just hang in here upside down. I was <laughs> like, that's kind of uh, anticlimactic or uh, blasé or whatever you want to call it. But I mean, yeah, it's, I don't think we have much more to say about that, but geez, I mean...
1: Hey, there's two more two more races left
0: with you know more Oh action. yeah, we should we should follow that up because uh two more to go. What's his name, uh Fittipaldi? Um Christian
2: Pietro or P- yeah, People? that's his name. I,
0: I, I knew it started with a P. It's Pietro Fittipaldi is going to fill in for Grosjean. There's another one? It's um Emo's grandson. Oh. Yeah. And Phil, you have an interesting side note on this guy.
2: Yeah, he's a track champion at Hickory Motor Speedway. I believe it was either limited late models or late model stock cars, the unless away. they're the same thing.
1: <laughs> Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. He is?
2: Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah, No, no shit.
1: No joke. He came to all the way from Brazil. Hey, late model stock are a good job. Brazil. From Brazil. And drive the car <laughs> <laughs> and Hickory Motor Speedway. Hey Hickory's no, a big. Shit. Hey, that's a
0: big name track. World man.
1: famous Hickory Motors. World famous, famous. Yeah. World famous.
0: Hey, but yeah, he's gonna oh, start shit. his first Formula One race.
1: Um, I hope he drives the car. Wonderful.
0: Well, it's a Haas car, so yeah. anything anything further up than last would be a mint <laughs> run. <laughs> so Go America. Hey, I'm sorry, but I mean, we have a lot to do to catch up. Um, they probably
2: don't spend a fraction of the money on that car, though, that uh, the big teams do. Yeah,
0: you should see how much they do in, in Mercedes. I mean, it's an ungodly yeah. amount Haas's of money. Oh, budget yeah.
1: is Haas' prob- entire budget is probably uh, Mercedes' lug nut budget.
0: Yeah, it's chicken shit compared to what they put up. I mean, an un- unbelievably ungodly amount of money. We should do more Formula One stuff, but I think Jesse's not really. on yeah, I'm the...
1: pretty much done with Formula One now. So.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, I enjoy it. I I love watching it on Sunday mornings, and I'm glad they still got two races left. Yeah, I'm it's like, the one sweet. soccer
1: match that was halfway interesting. What can I say?
0: It was the one where a fight broke out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the one where the guy he didn't he actually got injured and and didn't just you know fall over shot yeah. and <laughs> pretended like he got shot. Oh no. Yeah. So what are we looking for for next year?
0: All right. So I think we left off at Ryan Priest, so he'll be back um, yeah. at JTG. Again, they were putting together good runs. Yep. Um, Daniel Hemrick signed to Joe Gibbs Racing to run the 18 Xfinity car full time in 2021, mm-hmm. which is good for Who him. Who the hell saw that coming? I didn't see that coming at all. Okay. Like I'm Fuck like, no. I'm like, Hemrick to Gibbs? I'm like, has he seen him race?
2: <laughs> Sorry. Well Hemerick's a good driver. He's just He he inherited the curse of the sixty car from uh Roush. Yeah,
0: but Chase Briscoe drove that car too. Yeah. So what's his problem? Not
2: everybody can be a champion. Oh wait.
0: Hey. <laughs> well maybe he'll actually get a win in the uh in NASCAR. Um, I think he will. Uh, has Hamrick won anything higher than a and n race yet?
2: No, no not that I'm aware of. He's was... won a
0: and n race, though, right? He's the best driver not to get, get a win, you know? It's got to be frustrating. He's won ARCA races, too, right? Has he run ARCA?
2: That's what I'm looking up right now in racing reference. He has raced one time in ARCA and has not won.
0: Mm. K&N? Or the old K&N?
2: KNN. he has a top five in the West, a top five in the East, and three, uh, four total starts. Uh, let's see. He has three starts on the Mod Tour, nine starts on the Southern Mod Tour with three top fives, uh, a single event in the car Super Late Models with a top ten.
0: So has he ever won a race in his life?
2: He's won races in super late models, as far as I'm aware.
0: Okay, so at least he's won something. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we had to search for it, but I think he's done something. Um, hey, he
2: won the the, the Monster Cup Series All Star Open.
0: When was that?
2: In 2019.
0: I thought he wrecked.
2: The, the The only year he was in cup.
0: Oh yeah, I thought he wrecked with Priest.
2: Um, uh, maybe the stat line that I'm looking at is wrong.
0: I don't know nothing. I'll just you know, whatever. So anyway. Oh no,
2: you're right because Bubble won that race. Remember?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I thought Bubble Wallace so the won that race. That stat line is wrong. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so we've established that uh, Daniel Hamrick has not won anything. Um, but he got a full-time Joe Gibbs deal, so all right, cool. Good for him. Hopefully, he'll win something. Um, Riley Herbst signed to Stuart Haas to run the 98 Xfinity car, which obviously, again, I didn't see coming because I thought he was pretty comfortable in his Gibbs ride.
2: Is is that official now?
0: Well, that's what I got on my notes. I'm not. I read it off. Of I, had, twi- I read it off of NASCAR media guys from Twitter. So I'm like,
2: I I haven't been paying attention this week because I had a bunch going on. So I don't know what's been going on this week. I just barely saw that John Hunter went to the uh, Kyle Busch.
0: Yeah, I, I I typically write my notes from stuff I get from Bob Pakris, and he's probably the most um, what do you call it uh, reputable person Great. that yeah. I can find in in the media for NASCAR. So if he says it, then I just typically go with it, or if he retweets it or something, I just go with it. It's it's typically my go-to, but... I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what I got for notes, so whatever. Uh, Jeb Burton signed on to the number 10 colleague racing car in the Xfinities for full time. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, we'll see what he can do. He put up some decent runs part-time in the the junior motorsports cars, and... um, uh, again, it's he put up numbers similar to what Hemric could do when he didn't get wrecked or didn't wreck. Uh, but he was very consistent, so I, I'd be, I'm hopeful to see what he can do in that car. Uh, it would be nice to see him bring colleague racing to, uh, or at least hold them at the same level that they're at. Because right, uh,
2: well, and I think consistency time will help too.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is it is important to get seat time. And a part-time ride is very difficult for someone to advance with. So a full-time ride, even in an Xfinity car or truck or whatever, is still seat time. Seat time is very important, especially when you're trying to get yourself um, established in the sport and at least build your talent pool up a little bit more. Momentum is key. Right. Yeah, definitely. Momentum is everything. So... You spoke a little earlier about John Hunter Nemechek. He left Front Row Motorsports' number 38 car in the Cup Series, where he actually put up some pretty decent numbers for that team. And he left and he went down to trucks. He skipped Xfinity completely, went all the way down to trucks. But he's getting into a uh, Kyle Busch Motorsports truck full-time. Now, I'm wondering if this was two parts. Number one, John is probably a, a competitive kid and he maybe wants to hone his abilities a little bit more in good equipment and maybe go for more wins. I mean, winning means a lot, and especially to the psyche of a young racer. But also, I think this is actually more of a move for Kyle Busch Motorsports because John Hunter is an established winner in, let's just call it, a little bit lesser equipment in the truck series, and Kyle Busch is not really allowed to race that truck as much as possible. And they have a very good program that needs a lot of sponsorship money. And John Hunter is an established winner and very good in the series. So what if he brought him down to actually pick the series back up instead of having these kids pay for rides? He's like, look, I need someone to keep the sponsors on the rolls here. We need performance. So come back and do this full time and we'll win races. What do you think?
2: Uh, I don't know. It's so hard to tell with how they choose drivers for different things these days. Yeah, it's
1: tough to, it was tough to have it when it's implied, you know. It really is.
0: I mean, I think it was a very strong business decision. I think that uh, if he can go to the truck series, yeah, he'll make a decent living with uh, running KBM stuff. But also, I think, again, I think it was a very strong business decision on both parts. Number yeah. one... John Hunter's going to build his portfolio up to say that he's won a lot of stuff. Maybe he can contend for a title. Maybe he can win a title in the truck series. That'll put a big check mark on his resume. Plus, it could open the doors for him for sponsorship because he might be able to find some more sponsors to go to a top-tier truck ride, keep the doors open at KBM, bring them back to the prominence that they've kind of lost a little bit since Kyle got out of the truck, and since he's had these pay-for-play kids running his equipment and not doing what they really could do in those trucks because they're really good equipment. So I think this is a real strategic move to bring them back to prominence, and it might even save the company. I don't know. That sounds a little more dramatic than I thought, but you never know. We don't know. We're not privy to this type of information.
2: Yeah, my only fear with John Hunter going backwards is... Not that he went backwards; it's that you don't see a lot of guys like Justin Allgaier, for example. He did okay in Cup, but he didn't really make a splash, and then he jumped back, and he hasn't gone back. Yeah, but and you seem to see that quite a bit.
0: But is that really a negative for Justin Allgaier?
1: Well, you know,
0: because uh, he Depends
1: never got on what a- he
2: wanted for his career.
0: 'Cause he never got a good ride. Yeah, he, gets in
1: cup. The, yeah, he yeah, he gets to race full time, but you know, the Xfinity money is nowhere near the uh cut money. Is yeah, it though? I kind of agree with what Phil's saying? Once you go backwards, you kinda don't go forwards ever again. I kinda
0: agree with that. I don't agree a hundred percent with it. You know. Because if you're young enough, going back and building your portfolio before you even hit your prime, because to me a racer really hits their prime in their 30s. And they, that's when they start becoming really good. And, I mean, it shows. I mean, look at all these guys in their high 30s or even their 40s now, like Hamlin and Harvick and all these other guys. They hit their prime later. You know, you can you can enter the Cup. Mm-hmm. Look, look at Joey Logano. He entered the Cup Series in his teens. He didn't really become a powerhouse until he started to get older. Like, he's pushing, what, he's over 30 now, right? Yeah, but name somebody that went back and forth, uh,
1: that ever did anything. You remember Casey Atwood? No, he was garbage to begin with. Remember Buckshot Jones? He was garbage too. He was terrible. That doesn't remember matter.
2: I mean, he's still terrible. But here's, shit. Well, here's
1: the, here's the thing: terrible.
0: you're naming guys who aren't that good. You know, you know what I mean. Well,
1: I know, but I mean, are they all any of them really good? <laughs> I don't know.
0: I think that NASCAR you can move around in. I think that you can still go back and forth. Again, I said that because I think that he doesn't have the portfolio in order to get a really decent cup ride. Yeah, sure, you can go and run a front-row motorsports car and do decent in it. Or do you kind of wait 10 years, build your portfolio up, maybe... Run through trucks, maybe win a title, maybe go to Xfinity and a colleague or a junior motorsports ride. Maybe you win another title, and you you just keep building your star power. Yeah, the only young young person enough to do that it.
1: I ever knew of that went up and then went back down and then came back up again is Mark Martin.
0: Yeah, he lost everything.
1: Yeah, he, he yeah he had one of those scammer uh, sponsors. Yeah, they scammed him out of his money, and then he went broke went back to ASA racing. I don't then, sp- I don't then spend went money. Went back up. <laughs> and then went back up to to Cup and he was the only one that ever actually did that that was worth a shit.
0: Yeah. yeah. At least a big name who's done that. Yeah. Again, I don't put names on my car unless I get cash in my hand and I don't build a budget without without actual money in my pocket. But yeah, I mean, you're chasing that dream and that's a different time. So, um yeah, I can't really think of anybody who's really bounced around off the top. I'm sure they exist. I'm certain. Mm-hmm. I'm certain they exist. I just can't think of any off the top of my head. Um Shoot. Yeah, I can't really think of any. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm digging for it and I got nothing. He may be the first. Who knows? He may be the only <laughs> or the only that I know. No, I don't know, but again, I I think it's a decent move. I think that he wouldn't make that move if he didn't think that it was the best thing to do or if the people around him didn't think it was the best thing to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, what has Front Row Motorsports done to give him any sort of hope that they're going to improve and that they're going to be a better team in the future? What promises have they made or investments in their equipment have they made to keep him confident in the fact that he could compete someday? You know,
2: Yeah, obviously I don't know what the inner workings of that team is. But, I mean, if you take them for face value, they're qualifying better. They're running better. It seems like they're working. I mean, they outperformed Priest most of the freaking season.
0: Yeah, but, you know, I think that there's a lot to be said about these mid-level teams. and uh, I mean, even, uh, what's his name, Doherty? who owns JTG or a part of JTG. He even says, yeah, we're a mid-level team. We're not the top. We're not the bottom. We're in the middle. We have a hundred something employees. Hendrick has 600. I mean, they're a mid-level team. They run mid-level. So Correct. they have, they have tempered expectations. And I think front row motorsports is tempered expectations as well. It's just that there's a lot of different factors to it. And again, A lot of these teams are making promises for the future, which is keeping a lot of their drivers around. I mean, the reason why Priest even went to the JTG team was that he looked at what they were going to do for the future, and he wanted to go there and stick around. So we'll see. I mean, this new car coming in could mean a hell of a lot more to these smaller teams than anything else.
1: So, also, uh, Haley Deegan moving up full time to the truck series. She's going to run for DG
0: Crosley, I think. I believe so. D-
2: DGR Crosley or whatever it is. Is Dave that David team. Dave
0: Gill and Crosley, whatever? It's that team. Yeah. I forget what cars or trucks they uh, they have in there. Is their that lineup, a mid level so. pack team? Nah, I'd say or it's upper
1: it... tier because all Tyler animals Anchor, are. Equal. I believe. All animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. What's that from? George Orwell? Yeah. A- animal Animal Farm. A uh, Another anti-communism tale.
0: <laughs> it was <clears> an <throat> allegorical novella made by <laughs> George Orwell. Is, <laughs> Sorry, as an archer. Is uh,
2: Tyler Ancrum driving for DGR? I haven't. Why, why does that sound familiar to me?
0: I don't remember. Uh, I thought he was actually racing for Thor Sport. No, what the hell is that other team called? I'm not up on the truck teams, I, don't I guess. Know.
2: Or I, is it Tanner Gray that I'm thinking of? I that, think you're thinking of Tanner, guy.
0: Tanner Gray races for DGR, I'm pretty sure. There's
1: going to be a lot of women gotcha. racers running full time in the truck series. I think there's going to be quite a few of them, which is going to, um, if you don't mind, um, I want to bring up something uh, that the kids are going to be talking about called um, uh, a simp. Phil, you know what a simp is?
2: No, I do not.
1: Okay, a simp is um, it's it's kind of a slang. Sometimes it's a lackadaisical pimp. Um, also, it, it could mean um, like a sort of like a simpleton.
0: Or get, get to the meat of the sandwich on this one.
1: Yeah. Or somebody that, um, or somebody that's like a sucker idolizing mediocre pussy, <laughs> <It's> just, um, <laughs> which is an acronym. So what that means is you're gonna see the simp's come out in full force next year.
0: Oh, basically what the you're simps. saying is if somebody criticizes a female driver. They're going to they're gonna think they're criticizing a female driver because they're, they're a woman instead of thinking that they're actually right, criticizing and they're them be, on their talents.
1: and they're going to be so sexist. Remember what happened when Danica came out and the announcers... They would shut the hell up about Everybody her. would gush. Even, like, the DVR is like, oh, NASCAR racing? Oh, it stars Danica Patrick who's not even driving anymore. Um, yeah, the announcers are going to gush uh, unfairly. It's like... Even though the even if she's good or bad, it's gonna be like a top eighteen and they're just gonna be talking about her. It's a man that puts himself in a submissive position under a woman in hopes of winning them over um for no reason, just putting them up on a pedestal and it, it it's gonna be seem obvious and kinda it it kinda takes away from the person in you know, in, in question because they're not going to be able to, like, stand on their own uh, elements. Like, H- Haley Deegan could be, like, a really, really, really good driver someday, but they're really going to overexpose her and just kind of, like, douche her
0: out, and it's going to be terrible to watch next year. Just. So what basically. Whoa, it's just. So basically what you're saying is that they're going to oversell all these female drivers. Oh, they're going to put be- them up be- on Basically because and- they're women. And yeah. what uh, what we're trying to get at and we're not trying to be sexist here. What we're saying no, is that I'm not we're trying to be sexist. I mean we what we, we're doing is we're we trying put to, Megan Fuller on a pedestal, but that's because
1: she's good. Yeah. She's actually good, so we can do that. Like Renee Dupuis. She was good. She's actually a decent like, driver. actually so, good. So we're not simps in that regard, but what we're gonna be they're gonna be really obnoxious. We're, what
0: about we're it. advocating for here is actual Yeah. Equality. Yeah. This Just is leave them to equality. their
1: own devices. A Shirley race- Muldowney. Hell of a race car driver. Oh my god, yes. Amazing. I don't care. Dra- Bru- and we may have a drag racers. She was but, hard as fuck too. But those those ones that raced back then, they had to do a lot of driving. Mm-hmm. She was a badass. Women are
0: badasses at NHRA. There have been multiple seasons lately where there have been multiple female champions in the same year. So we're going to be watching. You watch, You look up the
1: Urban Dictionary. The simps are on the run.
0: You wait. Yep. You I know that, you know, time. today uh, Megan Fuller actually put something out. She's like, hey, I'm in English class in college. I'm trying to do a project what do you all think about women in racing? Do they get the fair shake? Do they do this? And I was going to save this argument, but since it's already up, I'm like, well, look, I firmly believe in actual equality. If somebody sucks at racing, male or female, I'm going to tell them that they suck at racing. If you're good at racing, then we're going to say you're good at it. I don't think, I think that we've kind of moved towards a, a position in society where we... We're going to put Instagram models in
1: fire suits and put them out there on a racetrack and then go, oh, look how stunning and brave they are.
0: I don't want to do that. I think we're already going down that road with some people. But I want to see actual equality. Bubba Wallace came out when he was coming up through NASCAR. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to talk about the idea of being a black race car driver. He wanted to be a race car driver. It's like these women they come up in NASCAR. A lot of them don't want to be the girl racer, they want to be a racer. You know what I mean? So it's like why don't we regard them as racers? I don't think that we're in a position where people are still being I- denied rides for being whatever they are. I think that we're I think it's we're at mm-hmm. a we're at a very equal point but I don't want to be told that I'm sexist because I said that a woman racer sucks if she indeed sucks. The simps are just as bad as the sexists, in my opinion. They are. I think
1: they're equal and both obnoxious in each regard. The sexists are obnoxious and the simps are not are obnoxious. They're equally as obnoxious. Yeah. Phil, comment? Would you like to comment? <laughs> Would you like to tread in the water with us while, while we're boiling? Right.
2: It's- well, I mean... <sighs> So, obviously, everybody knows I had an incident with Megan Fuller at Thompson.
0: You sexist piece of shit. Why'd you wreck her, Phil? Is it because she's a woman?
2: Exactly. Everybody, (laughs) like, I feel like that wreck was a 50-50 wreck. There was things that both sides, mine and hers, could have done different to maybe not avoid the entire thing because she did have a pretty big checkup for the seven car in front of her but less in the impact. And I made that known on Facebook, and everybody started saying, oh, you're only picking on her because she's a girl. No. Sims. Megan can fucking drive.
0: She can handle herself behind the she wheel.
1: She hasn't had a lot of seat time at Thompson because of the short schedule, short porch. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's different than driving at some of these smaller tracks where you're not going as fast. Shit doesn't happen as quick. She's, but I'm not criticizing her based on the fact that she's a girl when I'm in that race car you're another race car to me you're not a guy girl alien whatever it doesn't fucking matter you're another fucking race car
0: a race car so, is nothing more than a piece of steel with a number taped onto it and I don't give a shit who's a piece behind of the ass wheel behind the wheel right yeah.
1: whether it's male it or female matter. whether it's you big suck, or small
2: you suck. if you make a mistake you made a mistake
0: right I don't think I don't think behind so, the wheel, oh, there's a tiny woman in that car. Let me go smash her out of the way because what's she going to do about it? I think there's a do. car in front. Well, some might. Yeah, some do. We're not going to deny that yeah. people don't. I'm just yeah. saying this is what I do.
1: But yeah. but
0: I think of it as a chunk of steel with some rubber on it that I need to get around, you know, or I need
1: to yeah, catch I, or
0: something. It's not. Or, uh, oh, I don't want to throw it in
1: there because she's a girl. You know, either yeah, way, but, it's awful. Right.
2: Yeah, and like, I, don't, I don't go out on the track to go after people. I've made intentional contact with two cars in my life. One was Scott Sundin, and I adored him because he kept driving into my left rear.
1: Everybody <laughs> kept
2: going. We finished the race. The other one we won't talk about. Uh, I'm sure most people know whose that was. Uh, and we'll move on from that. Next topic.
0: Oh, there was, there was... I make intentional contact almost every race. <laughs> Phil made I, I intentional contact like with it. me. I learned from
2: Al Stone, though. Al Al taught me kind of racing etiquette and, and race craft uh, as best he could just by discussing before he's I started racing. He's a gentleman. I'm sorry. Yeah, Al, Al's it, more it, the it, gentleman racer, yeah. He's a good dude. He's who I modeled my driving off of. Yes, I'm fucking aggressive, and I drive the car 110% every time. No, you, I'm not going to drive into you.
1: You made an intentional comment, you made intentional comment with me.
0: You mean contact. contact? Yeah. <laughs>
2: That was definitely not intentional. That was I didn't have enough balls, and I will admit it, to throw it in <laughs> on you because you're a friend, and I was racing you as a friend. When well, Jesse- I was
1: blocking you as a friend, and you <laughs> held your line like you should have done, which is still intentional. I <laughs> mean, you did nothing wrong. And Jesse would
0: have bumpered you back. So <laughs> <laughs> No, he
2: wouldn't.
0: No. Boop.
2: No, if I shipped it off in there, he wouldn't have gotten to me because Corey was on my bumper. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, we had fun. I miss fun. I miss fun too.
2: <laughs> good times, good times. All right. So
0: anyway, I think we've made our opinions known about that. Yeah, um, so we'll,
1: that's what we'll look forward to in 2021, the simps yep. coming out from underneath the rocks.
0: I want everybody listening right now, if you see somebody doing that online, just comment simp. Yeah, just, just one, like, one rep- word, simp. simp.
1: <laughs> you know something? It's like, you know with the 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 Melissa felt thing, I just want to add this real quick, okay? Yeah. There's there's a reason why people dislike her. And I know what it is. And it's not because why?
2: Because she turns lap time slower than SK lights?
1: Well, not just that, but I mean not just that or because she has like a a big million dollar rig that goes into it, you know, and spends all its money to go slow. Who cares if you spend a lot of money to go slow or if you're Wade Cole, you know, with the with open Wade trailer. Wade Cole had like a 30-year-old car with a ramp with truck. A, with a ramp truck and an open trailer. He uh, knew what he was doing. Who cares? That's not the issue. The issue was there was a couple years where she was the most popular driver. In, in, Probably still is. In the Wheel and Modify Tour. And then Ted Christopher died and they went away with it with that. Did but they? Yeah. yeah, Two years in a row, she was most popular driver. And I'm like, Bullshit. Sims. Are you serious? So no, they stacked the ballots. I know how to do it. We did it with I, you when you won the when you won the. Uh driver of the week with race day ct i just stuffed the ballot box with uh tour well somebody else i changed my ip address every like 30 seconds and, and made a vote for you
0: yeah somebody else is doing it too because we were <laughs> so, neck and neck with thousands of votes but i mean they
1: they stuffed it they stuffed the ballot box and she's like oh yeah so i won the most popular driver and i'm a hero to women and girls and blah 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 and that's how she came off with it and and then the simps come out and defend her with that shit, I, like Shane, Ryan, Bailey and shit on that I, Wheel of Modified tour forum on, on I
0: really Facebook. just – I hate the fact that when it comes to the idea of gender equality in racing, men – are not immune to any sort of criticism whatsoever you could tell a guy he sucks cow shit yeah and he's the worst fucking thing to ever happen to racing but if you ever say melissa Fifield has the same fucking equipment as justin bonsignor and gets lapped on lap 10 you're an immediate asshole even though you're speaking the truth. But,
1: yeah, why people dislike her is because they stuffed the ballot boxes because to make her a hero to women. And that's what she went on. She went on doing commercials up in New Hampshire. Renee Dupuy didn't get lapped. You know? Doing she was com- top five, She top was 10 doing commercials, week. promoting how she's a female race car driver, and blah, 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 blah. So that's why people didn't like her is because it was phony. No one goes to the racetrack going, oh, who am I here to see? Uh no, not Doug Kobe. No, not Justin Boxer or Woody Pitcat or uh Ronnie Silk or any other top running modified driver. No, I wanna watch Melissa Feifeld run last because she's my hero. Give me a fuck break. Women can do better than that. I'm and if sorry. this
0: let me be fair, if this was a guy yeah. excuse me, in this car, we'd say he sucks too.
1: I'd, was, I'd be like,
0: How do you have the best equipment and suck? If Wade Cole didn't
1: pass away unexpectedly and they opened up the... oh, I was I was looking forward to, to stuffing the ballot box for Wade Cole. I would have voted him in most popular driver
0: by myself. They should have put him in right her enough. car and see what he did.
1: Seriously, I would have voted would him in myself. That. I would have changed my IP address a million times for him.
0: Yeah, created a bot to do it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, again, we're just sick of like the idea that we can't criticize people. If we want to. It's like, if you can tell me I suck, I can tell anybody else that they suck. I'm sorry. That's just how That's it just goes. And I just, it's
1: just bullshit. just hate this dishonesty, and it's bullshit.
0: True equality. Fuck you. True equality is being able to criticize everybody equally. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. It's the truth. Grow it up. Grow up. Get over it. And yes, I'm fat. So, so, yeah i'm
1: overweight too yeah I mean, i'm overweight and i have high blood pressure so so fucking what that's my hill to die on we already know our faults okay people
0: we get it we get
1: it so who cares go ahead not i can blow your head off i don't care hang yourself whatever all right, next up is... Uh, All
0: right, well, I put a word out on Facebook to ask people what they're thankful for and got absolutely zero responses, even though I'm everybody was I'm thankful to it.
1: have a forum so far to bitch at people with.
0: Me too. I was th- All right, let me run through my list. I'm thankful for the new promoters at Thompson. Yay. It sucks that the Speedway ownership won't give them any better days than frickin' Wednesdays. I mean, give me a break. Obviously, you don't give a shit about the Oval Track because you're not giving oh. the new promoters anything um i'm thankful for waterford reopening that's awesome i'm thankful for the innovations that stafford brought to light in promoting racing and a lot of people have really latched onto that like riverhead does that now like with the live tv streaming and pay-per-view and stuff lebanon valley lebanon valley does it i mean um i'm giving i'm giving stafford that credit with the locals with yep. regards I, to I, I'm, North, I'm northeast local stuff I'm i think so they on were the board first with that. I,
1: don't, I don't even care it's a great idea i mean you pay 50 bucks to watch a fight go for 3 minutes
0: and on a boxing match
1: why not watch 6 hours it, of racing and that you're unhappy with the bullshit why i'd rather watch <laughs> racing
0: yeah oops 3 punches i wasted 60 bucks yeah no refunds. sorry kids phil what are you thankful for
2: Oh, thankful that 2020 was a shit show, and I managed to flip it up, flip it over to where it was a benefit for me.
0: Yeah, and you actually went to, you went to America, so welcome to America. (laughs) Phil, I'm glad you moved to America. (laughs) Yeah, let's see, I bought bought a
2: house, I moved to Florida, that was was positives, everybody else was still stuck in Maskville, Massachusetts.
0: And we still are. (laughs) It's the same.
2: Um. I don't know. I'm just thankful for having a lot of good people around me to allow me to do what I've been doing this year. It's it's not been an easy year, and to make turn it into what it has been has been made it worth it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Jesse, what about you? Oh,
1: um <laughs> This is a tough one because I got nothing much to be. I don't know. I'm thankful for this forum that we're still. Allowed to bitch and still have an opinion, and no one listens enough to really give a shit. So,
0: yeah, right. We're not out here like completely being.
1: I'm happy to drink beer and talk shit. So, I guess there's that. And I'm happy, you know. Obviously, the boy, and, you know.
0: Yeah, I get fair to, enough.
1: I get to hang out with my friends. Where the fuck is this? Oh,
0: <laughs> oh well. All right. So, I think we'll be back on. Oh, um, around christmas time right
1: yeah uh some some uh news also uh, oh, that i wanted to share news. last minute news um the uh most coveted yeah the making laps podcast driver of the year you know the most coveted award in all of motorsports right uh yeah d- the driver of the year carl larson won his 45th race last uh couple nights ago damn Yep, 45th race of the year. I don't know if I've ever raced in 45 races.
0: <laughs> yeah. So is, is
2: is Kyle is Kyle Larson thankful for dropping the end bomb?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think he's going to make out better in the end now. <laughs> he's won a I shitload mean, of races, and he's going to end up at Hendrick. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, it, let's be fair. He was going to ha- end up at Hendrick regardless.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I
2: think we all saw that coming.
1: He's kept his skills sharp and. You know, maybe he even learned a thing or two with all the different... I was going to say, I think he
2: could users. very possibly be better because of this.
0: He might be. That's a dangerous he's thought. He's
2: going to come back. Yeah, it's going to be scary to see what he's able to do in Hendrick equipment.
1: Yeah. yeah. That is one thing that I really look forward to for next year is seeing what that car will do. What he's going to accomplish with
0: it. All right. Anything else? I think we're good Bill here. Bill
2: Biden broke his foot.
0: Yeah, playing with his dog.
2: There's there's some some more news for you.
0: (laughs) Is that why he's been missing? He's been missing because he's completely cognitively inept. Like it's there's nothing there. It's just a puppet. It's basically weekend at Bernie's. So.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, there's no one home.
0: I mean, how else can you? They didn't campaign
1: because they forgot to to list something. What did I forget to list, Phil? Please tell me because. I'm a bit spacey. I've had a long day.
2: You're saying th- you're thankful for crane engines. I'm not wah, thankful wah. for crane engines.
0: No. <laughs> no, I'm not. I am. I'm thankful. I get to race. <laughs> Boo! Yeah, I get it. I know. Anyway, all right. So if we're all done here, we'll probably see all that about Christmas time. We'll probably come up with some more fun and games to yeah, talk about.
1: might be the Chili Bowl Nationals we'll talk about. That's going to be on Flow Racing. When is that, anyway? I
0: don't know. I thought that was in January. I don't know. I think it's January. I believe it is. I think it's January, uh-huh. so we might miss it on the Christmas episode.
1: Well, maybe we'll have to push it back to a New Year's episode.
0: Well, again, we're gonna, we'll are gonna. we probably just release that when they do the drawing. Merry for the,
1: Christmas. What'd you get? I got a crate engine.
0: Boo! Boat anchor! Boo! <laughs> oh no, I get to race. Boo, boo. Is it racing? Yeah, It is. Damn so boys. anyway, you can find Fuck this podcast you, on every major podcast platform. Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, blah blah blah, everywhere else. You can find it on Instagram at MakingLapsPodcast. I actually post some pretty cool stuff I think, so look for that. Uh, you can find it on Facebook.com slash MakingLapsPodcast. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Brinkleason one You can find... Uh, Phil at P Jakes Racing, P J A C Q U E S Racing on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Jesse, you can find him uh if In you the bunker. If you know smoke signals, then you might be able to find him. And let's see. Uh if you have problems finding a listening platform to fu- uh to listen to, you can click on the link on social media. Or you can go to uh, GleasonBrosRacing.com, the never-updated webpage, and you can pick up a few listening platforms on that. So, yeah, we will probably see you at Christmas time. And if there's anything else, I think it's time to uh, say... The outro music. Oh, the outro music's playing. All right, so until next time, keep the dirty side down and stay out of the fence. I think I'm going to update that tagline next year. I'm going to go for the new one, what do you think? I, I look forward to seeing you. Cool. All right. See you all later. Thank you.
1: Thank yes, it is. Uncle Phil. <laughs> Not Uncle Phil. That's French French. <laughs>
0: Thank you for correcting me.
1: This is a cop that was in Die Hard.